Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Yep. And welcome to Talkin' Nick's Lottery Night, a night felt with hope. A lot of emotions. Knicks are probably going to get the one pick. I think the odds say that. Or that's what everyone would have told you last year. We have we have the whole gang. Wow. We've got Ken and Greg Poon, Tom Piccolo, Big Baby David. Boys. Ken, I'll go to you first because I said a night filled with hope and you said a quick no. I'd like, I don't know. I feel like I'm never filled with hope. And I, I mean, we talked about this a little earlier before the pod, but I also don't think that there's any like surefire prospects on the board. I think some of these players could turn into all-stars, but they could also not like, there's no, there's no, you know, Blake Griffin, Zion, who maybe, maybe people don't even know if he can walk anymore, but there's no guys okay. that we know are going to be, a good player. So this might be the year that the Knicks, the Knicks win, you know, Tom Piccolo, you've been scouting these guys for months on end. <laughs> what do you have for us? I, I opened up an internet browser and looked at some, uh, some highlight tapes at about noon today during my <laughs> lunch break. And that is the extent of what I've done. But, uh, I don't know guys, like it, it's such a, it's such a tough spot. Like before we even get into actual prospects, it's like, we, we want to talk about what the Knicks, even need and it's really easy to say they need everything because they're so bad and they I mean they just need talent but I don't know like you you talk about someone like Obi Toppin or something like that like some of these bigs and I just feel like we're we're good on the center front like where the league's at today with the talent that Mitchell Robinson has and the promise he's shown and like just his floor I I think I'm all set on the bigs and I want to focus on the primary offensive playmakers and wings Tom I was going to ask you about that because I know that you're a big best player on the board guy and I thought the same thing as I went through the list of prospects anyone that had a C next to the name I'm like no I'm just not gonna look at them but if like if the Knicks are drafting you know sixth seventh eighth and someone like you know James Wiseman falls down to them are you cool with them passing on him because they already have a center or is this like a is this a hard no center situation for you? I mean, for me, it would definitely depend on who else is on the board at that point. But like my philosophy coming in is kind of pass. Just looking at where the the league's at right now, it, there doesn't. I mean, granted that the Portland Trailblazers are are winning playoff games with Yusuf Nurkic and Hassan Whiteside playing at the same time, which is pretty crazy. But for the most part, like these teams with their with their big centers, you looked at the Milwaukee Bucks struggling to defend. I mean, they're like the best defensive team in the league, and they, they had no answers for defending um, Vucevic, the, the stretch five. So it's like, I don't know. For me, I'm heavily, heavily leaning towards a point guard or a wing. Right now we've got LaMelo Ball and Anthony Edwards on the screen. Uh, exciting would be interested would be very excited if either of those two end up on the Knicks uh, for very different reasons uh, Greg Poon Greggy how, how are you doing man big night yeah I'm doing well I mean I think I'm with everybody that you, you want a, a ball handler a guy who can you could run your offense through I mean I, I mean you just really want somebody who's really good at basketball Ooh. but Again, Knicks are only have only the six best odds because we were only the six worst team, despite what it felt like all year. Somehow that, we, somehow that Atlanta we did Hawks it. game. Yeah, yeah. What did that? That's, that dropped us two spots. That did. I believe so. That's a uh, that Big happens. Win. It feels like that happens every year, except last tradition. year. Yeah, when when everyone. Ex- Maurice some- Indoor. 
With 14% odds, everyone expected the Knicks to get the first pick in Zion. LOL Knicks for not. Uh, Big Baby David, you have been rocking the Steve Novak jersey all day. Uh, with I, I think I think shorts with blue and orange accents. Where are you at, BBD? Well, I'm in my house. Um, okay. But yeah, uh, I'm good on centers, kind of like everyone else. I guess if they really drop and, and Wiseman's there, it's, it's looking like picks are starting to be announced. Um, I'm good on the centers. If we can get a lead guard, that would be the best. But outside of not wanting centers, just best talent you can. And I, I think this is going to sound stupid. As they do start to announce the lottery, and I think they're doing 14 through 5 before they get to the top four. Celtics will be 14. I think maybe the bigger thing is – I, you're normally eyeing players. Last year, we really wanted top three because we thought it was a three-man draft, and I think we were right, by the way, for the most part. But, I mean, just having the asset improve is, like, what the Knicks need so badly. So we'll see. Yeah, part of me was uh, hammering all day. This is the year there's not a consensus best pick, so this will be the year the Knicks actually go up. Hmm. And it made me kind of mad. It's like, I guess I'm going to be unhappy no matter what happens. But then I remembered also that uh, that's not how math works. And Ooh. like just the better pick, the more options are there. And they're, they're really flying through this yeah. lottery. If they, are this, cooking. <laughs> they are cooking. They are cooking. If we get the six and it's nine, not the Knicks, can you guys let me know? Now it can be the Knicks. We're at eight on, on my screen. This is their first chance. It, tell me yeah. eight, seven, and six live. So people yeah, listen. the Knicks got eight. That's hilarious. We did it. That's okay. hilarious. Wow, that is the most anticlimactic thing. So the Hornets are top four, that means. So wait, Hornets the two Bulls double jump. They, the two people right behind the Knicks jumped. That's hilarious. Good. Oh, that's that's a tough break, guys. <laughs> I mean, it's just LOL Knicks every time. The two teams behind the Knicks. Honestly, I thought there was going to be more drama and building up to this. They are yeah, just I feel, I racing through these. I thought they usually do like a quick break or something after The 10 Timberwolves and... jumped. Brad Doherty's still representing the Celtics? So we got the, the, Timberwolves, Timberwolves the Timberwolves and Warriors. Were, the Timberwolves were supposed to be three. I mean, Warriors yeah, need to get I mean, the one pick so the world explodes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm yeah, so they, chaos. That would so, really yeah. make me upset. They didn't jump, but their ball... Came into the lottery. There's D'Lo with the T Wolves right, so T-shirt Hawk, on. The Hawks fell. So in theory, we should have been if we if we had lost the Hawks game like we were supposed to, we would have been six if we just swapped spots with them. Is that am I remembering that right? They yeah. were fourth. Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, the so Hawks would have been fourth odds, right? but yeah. they fell to six. Yeah. But that brings in the whole butterfly effect. We probably just win the lottery if, if that happens. Yeah. So now, now that we're if locked in. If the season into- didn't end, I, I'm confident the Knicks would have lost plenty of games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, guys, now that, like, if it's not hypothetical anymore and we have the eight pick, if James Wiseman's dropping to eight, I'm picking him. I know I when, think- when, when it was all hypothetical, I was against it. But now it's real. <laughs> I don't think he is. Like, I, I don't know. No, but I look. When I it's look at the guys in this draft pool, man, I mean, he's yeah. he's arguably the most talented. And, like, Mitchell Robinson still plays 25 minutes. Like, I, I think us getting but James you, Wiseman is a joke. And if we could have a good center for 48 minutes, I think the Knicks would kill for that. I mean, I I think it's a it's a tougher question than, than like, you'd think off the cuff. Because, like you said, if he's the best player on the board, that's something. But also... No one knows what any of these players are going to be. That's what we said at the top of the hour. That's what BBD said. There's no consensus like player that's going to be good. And plenty, plenty of players in the in the lottery in previous years, you think they're going to be something, and then you don't end up with anything. So I think we know that. Yeah, we do. I'm familiar. So I think I think you got to take <laughs> if if Mitchell Robinson is going to be a part of the future, you have to take that into consideration because you can't have them both fighting for minutes against top competition. And yeah, Knicks, I mean, it's not like that's that's the only 
only need of the Knicks. The Knicks can take literally any other position, and it would be fine. Yeah, I mean, this hypothetical is uh, just not going to happen. Yeah. So we don't we don't even need to talk about it. You but don't think James, there's a chance that Wiseman falls to eight? Uh, no. Tom, who I did you have eighth on your big board again? So <laughs> I didn't make it down that far. But, like, I'm looking at the ringers big board here. Sure. And, and they've got Wiseman at seven. Really? Um, I don't care what the ringers big board says. <laughs> <laughs> hey, careful, careful. Um, <laughs> I'm going to throw out some names. Uh, Killian Hayes, I've talked to you about. Bang. Um, Tyler Halliburton, Denny Avidia. I don't know how to say it. He's the Israeli. He's the Israeli guy who who's been light, who lit it up after the restart in wherever he's playing. Is he playing in Israel? Yeah. So and the then, three guys you just named are three of the guys I've looked at, and so and I. Then I had one more name I was going to throw out before you start, Tom, and that's uh, Aaron Nesmith or something. He's the Vanderbilt guy and supposed to be the best shooter in the draft, and he's right around the eight the eight spot in the, the what I've looked at. I'm sold. Yeah, I would expect you to look at the best shooters, and and that's good. Like this is to be the most obvious statement, but like the Knicks need a guy who can do all these things, who can shoot, dribble pass and defend there aren't a lot of guys like that who can just do all those basic basic nba basketball things but i can't like, the thing about like james weissman is or, and, and just as like philosophically any bigs you want your core to be able to like grow together and help each other develop and i don't know that the weissman can really do that with if you actually believe that mitchell robinson and rj barrett are two cornerstones or potential cornerstones for the Knicks so for me like I looked at the three like the first three guys that Kenny mentioned um Killian Hayes I mean I I like him a lot I would be shocked if he fell to eight to be honest um like he's a he's a lefty guard he's like drawn some Manu Ginobili even some like James Harden light comparisons he's got a nasty step back um I don't know if the, the percentages really reflect how like I think his free throw percentage and his touch are both really good. So, like, he's kind of projected to be a good three-point shooter. But it, I, I seriously doubt Hayes will be on the board by the time we get to eight. Um, one guy that Kenny didn't mention that I've been looking at is Devin Vassell. You guys know this guy? Devin no, Vassell. At a Florida State. I've heard is that he name the, said before. Is he the defensive I I looked at a bunch of guys also. Was he the, like, defensive specialist? He's a defensive specialist, but he also shot like 42% on a high volume of threes. Like he's a straight up three and D wing, um, but he's he's six seven, got a six ten wingspan, and he just he plays like he's just a probably like that a Mikael Bridges type to be honest, but kind of like a sure thing, very high floor. Like he's not going to be a, a bust like Kevin Knox. Like he can walk onto the floor, already shoot um, at a high level and already defend at a high level, and just has a big body. So. I don't know, if you're looking for a guy who maybe he doesn't have the highest upside, he's not going to be a primary ball handler under any situations, but he's going to add a lot of value right away as far as like spacing goes and, and defending. That, that's definitely someone I'd be looking at. And as, right. as, as Tom gives that scouting report, the Minnesota Timberwolves have the one pick in the draft. Golden State Warriors have the two pick. Um, and I believe the it was Charlotte three and Chicago four. Is that correct? Nailed it. Um, so good, right, good for the Warriors. Is. Does it matter? <laughs> is anyone on a on a hard trade the pick? Because I I know that sounds backwards and probably instant gratification stuff, but I I think if there's a draft class that smelled fishy. In recent years, I mean, this is it. Like, if, if you can find something or a package, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're already digging deep at the four, the five pick. Yeah, I mean, the, Tom. The one pick. Tom just asked us if we've ever heard of Devin Vassell. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, he's Tom. going in the top here, ten. Like, so. big, big basketball fan, never heard of Devin Vassell before. Like, I, I don't know if we have a one this year. Like, 
I, I don't know. I, I I can't remember. And maybe this is unfair because the last year that was like this was the Anthony Bennett year, and that draft was a disaster itself and probably doesn't deserve to be compared to this class. But I don't know, man. So one well, thing I'll say about the Anthony Bennett year is it's not when you pick, it's who you pick. So the Cavs picked Anthony Bennett number one. Knicks had the 24th pick, and they got Tim Hardaway Jr., so we did better than the better than a lot of teams team. did that did, day. Yeah. So let the Knicks just do that. The Knicks should trade down for 24 straight up. I'm with you about trading the pick, Jake. That's, mm. that's what well, I was getting. And that to. is why, where I was going with that. Is like, should the Knicks move up? Like, is there someone that we're targeting that like no. you trade? I and mean, people have talked about trading like the eighth pick now, and then like the Mavericks pick next year to try and get up to. I don't know what that's worth. Is that worth four? Um, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's more I, than that. I don't see a way they pull off a move like that, and I get excited because I, I don't really see myself falling in love with anyone specific in this draft. And I don't trust the Knicks to have fallen in love with somebody, even with the new people in charge. It's, yeah. As far as what they do with the eighth pick, Outside of what we've already said and trade for a center, I'm not sure there's anything that's going to get a huge reaction from me one way or the other, or you trade back and just get a couple extra assets of whatever, you move back 10 spots and get another second later or pick next year if somebody else likes a guy. like just Or just take somebody who – if they pick somebody who I know is good at one specific thing, I think I'll be pleased because – We've had a lot of guys that we don't know exactly what they're going to be good at. They have, like, skill sets, but they aren't just good at something. So if they get someone who, like, is a shooter or is going to be the defensive guy or whatever, I don't know. Give me somebody and, like, be able to tell me what they're going to do. I I, I agree with BBD. Um, I feel like there's no one that we're solid with at the top of the draft that warrants us like using up two picks to get them. Cause that's what you, I, I think that's essentially what we're suggesting is that they take the 27th pick and the eighth pick to move up a couple spots to get someone else. And I don't know that there's anyone at the top of the draft that, that fits that if they wanted to trade down um, maybe because I feel like the difference between eight and 12 to me, not that big a deal. In terms I of wonder if there's any if teams like clamoring. Picks, like, yeah. Just the I wonder if there's any teams clamoring for that eighth pick, though. Yeah. So that yeah, I mean, it's the same problem with us not wanting to move up. Would anyone else find someone that they really want a little higher up? I don't know, but I would for the Knicks. I would prefer they trade down rather than try to trade up. And if they uh, were going to trade down, my boy Sadiq Bay from Villanova is in that 15 range. He's yeah, uh, another one of those Villanova two-way players who shot it ridiculously well last season. So, I don't. There's a plug. I don't really see the Knicks trading down with this number eight pick. I could see them either trading down with the Clippers pick or the, trading the er- up with the Clippers pick. The early ESPN mock draft that just popped up is Lamelo, Edwards, Wiseman. I think Advici or whatever you said his name is was Fitz. FDA. And then uh, it went off the screen. So if someone else wants to pick it up, who's who's on delay mode. But Yeah, Obi Toppin was for um, Obi Toppin to the Bulls. Oh, that's right. I don't know, man. Like, I, none of those guys yell lock to me, and we're at eight. Like, if there's a team that falls in love with someone at eight, if, if you can get me an NBA player, I, I don't know. It, it, again, it, you could be short-sighted and get extremely burned by a draft pick, but I'm uh, nobody excites me. I don't, I don't think – There's not a guy in here that I, in our range or maybe even at the top that's going to be a home run pick. Nothing wrong with just getting a solid player. Just hit a, hit a double. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, been saying that for years. I think Devin Vassell is that double. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it sounds like it. You've told me things I like. If they get him at eight, cool. I don't know. I was looking at like Denny Avdija highlights, and I feel like there's there's something there. He's like a he's a great passer for his size. He's he's six nine, um, 
but he's not first of all he's not a great shooter and so it's like if you're a wing and you're not a great shooter then then what what are you i just i don't know i i was looking at him like is he that different than mario hazonia mm. and, and it just and then i and then i went through all the rest of these highlights and i kept thinking like is he that different than mario hazonia <laughs> and it mm. just was such a bummer every time i thought it but yeah i think the 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 recent recent surge for him up the draft boards is that when they restarted in Israel, I think he just started shooting the lights out of the ball, and I don't know if that's a flash in the pan or or what it is, but that's what people have been saying. I also think I I don't I think know if him or someone to be else. The yeah, I've, that's what I think as well. But my reasoning for picking him is that we can pick him in Kalmovici like Jake just did, mm-hmm. and I'm all in on that. And for me, wake me up when it's all over. Um, uh, that's That was the beer talking. Um, Mike Breen seems like a cool guy to grab a drink with, huh? Kind of very... We should do that. Straightforward, but fun. So um, one thing I will say about Avdija real quick, and Breen does seem like a pretty chill guy. Right. <laughs> Avdija, he's shooting 56% on 363 free throws since 2017. That's per real GM. He's like not a great shooter, um, or at least definitely not as good as you'd hope he would be. And like maybe he has a he's like surging right now, but I'm just saying like his track record going back, he's not I a mean, good free throw shooter, not a great three point shooter. He's at, sitting at like 33. percent Should um, we should we trust the the two weeks after the restart in Israel or your your few years of stats? Or his three right years there? of work. No, that's so you guys cut me off. I was going to say that his stats are bad and he's someone that I think I've read that they've been tweaking his form over and over again. So like he keeps, he doesn't shoot consistently, which worries me. Um, but they did say, I think after the restart, he was lighting it up. Just, just telling you guys, giving you guys more information. He seems like the guy, if there's someone that's going to be in that range, that's the home run swing. I guess it's him. Not that we have not that we've done major research yet, but telling me to Same. say a name. Yeah, we're Same getting there. It sounds like to me. I will say, like as far as the the point guards go, I, I was looking at. I mentioned Killian Hayes. I looked at Tyrese Halliburton, and a lot of the knocks on these guys was like, can't beat his man off the dribble. I like kept reading that for all these point guards and these wings. They're like needs a screen to beat his man. Like can't do anything in, in isolation. I mean, Killian Hayes is playing professionally in Germany, um, and I guess Halliburton. Halliburton yeah, Halliburton was where Iowa like, State. Iowa State. Yeah. Yeah. So that worries me a great deal because if if you want a primary ball handler, like if you just want a guy like like you look at Frank right now, he he is an exceptional passer. He's a very strong passer, but he can't create any advantages. <laughs> I see Jake taking a swing at me, but. He, he can't create any advantages. He can't beat his man off the dribble, and so that makes it a real difficult situation. If you're a point guard, you have to be able to take your guy off the dribble with, with like, a variety, like, a series of moves to beat him. And in, from what I'm reading, there just aren't a lot of options there. So I know the Knicks desperately need a point guard to be able to run their offense, but, Jake, you, you've mentioned it before. Like, go for, like, a Goran Dragic. We've talked about Fred Van Vliet, if we can possibly – pry him away he's lighting up the playoffs two games in but like the, the Knicks undoubtedly need a point guard to set the offense I don't think that any of these rookie point guards are really the option and that's why I'm now leaning even more heavily towards a wing who can just have the size and a high floor who can contribute right away and grow as kind of an ancillary role player I I'm on the same page as Tom I um, thinking about this now and what we talked about previously, the the Goran Dragic or someone to to hold the reins down for a few years and maybe develop, you know, a Frank or a DSJ under them, um, mm. while while just bringing in someone who can play basketball. And I feel like this is the same thing I said when I was was pushing for Mikael Bridges. We just need people who can play basketball at some point. We can't we can't be trying to um, take swings on projects anymore. We just need people who can play. They're yeah. still working think, on those other projects. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Dragic is a good one. You just bring him in, you pay him like way more than anyone else would, like the JJ Redick seventy sixers deal for a one year deal, or like the Marcus Morris deal just last year. Then we could trade him halfway through the year. 
It's, yeah, to a contender. I like that. And then we can take that pick yeah. and draft a point guard. Draft, draft a player. Yeah, it for me, the part that gets tricky, and I mean, I feel like we do this every draft episode, it's it's the value slash best player, don't draft for a fit. And, you know, going back to that Wiseman thing, I, I think he's going to be off the board early. Um, I, I don't know. Like, uh, Tom, I know people were talking to you about Obi Toppin and – these were two guys that just got mentioned in the top five, so they may not even sniff eight. But it, for me, it's I, I think we're saying same things differently, but go get one of those guys that they come to, and the point guard's going to be addressed a different day. I don't want you reaching for a guy in Europe who shoots 58% on free throws just because he's not technically a center when you know you could potentially get a useful big and sign Goran Dragic for a year and grow everyone and then either use the next pick or trade or do whatever. Like, I, I, I don't think you just go guard or wing because, I mean, we've got Mitch who plays, what, 24 minutes a night? I mean, look, either you believe that, like, Mitch is a foundational piece or you don't. And I think if you want to have any hope as a Knicks fan at this point, you have to believe – that that he'll be able to curtail his fouling and actually stay on the floor and be a hugely impactful player. Um, and, and I guess my point is that I don't know that, like, is James Weissman definitely uh, going to be a better player than Denny Avdija? Granted, Denny Avdija was just in the top five as well, so he may not be on the board as well. So if we're talking about, like, Devin Vassell or another wing who I'm seeing a lot of in that range is, like, Isaac Okoro out of Auburn. He's kind of seen. He's like this six nine, two hundred or six six, two hundred twenty five pounds, just like this brick I he, house. I think he was the defensive guy. I, I think that's about. BBD. I think that's BBD's guy too. He's he's, he's a the defensive one guy. Stopper. I like know anything about, and I just know he's like he is gonna be able to defend. So hey, if that's the thing. If he can be that, I am more than comfortable with that pick. With what I know at this moment, reserve the right to change my mind. Hmm. I, I mean, who knows what's no, going to be there BBD, today. You like, have to set it in the stone now. You can't change your mind in the future. What do you think this is? Fine. I, I just think, like, given the two guys who we know are going to be, like, between RJ and Mitch, neither of them are reliable shooters, and, like, no one really respects RJ's jump shot. Like, I just think you need someone. You just need someone who can shoot the basketball. And, I mean, I like, I haven't really watched a lot of Weissman tape. Um does does he step out? I've heard that Obi Toppin steps out and, and like can hit threes, but I don't know if that's really all that interesting to me. Like, I would love for a wing or this this Tyrell Terry guy out of Stanford. If you guys are familiar mm. with him, I mean, he's a he's like I'm seeing comparisons on this on the Ringer to Jason Terry and C.J. McCollum, and he's like an undersized guard, but he has range for days. He's he's hitting 41 percent on a high volume of threes. A lot of them are very deep, I guess. And uh, some of them are off the dribble. I don't know. Just someone who can open up the floor a little bit for guys like RJ and Mitch. I'm placing a huge premium on that. I think over these bigs who I just, I don't know, they just don't get me that excited. If uh, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm looking at James Wiseman's game logs, and in three games, 0 for 1 from 3 combined. Mm. What? Wow. What's that percentage-wise? That's called the Ben Simmons. Um, gotta look it up. <laughs> not a math pod. The limit does not exist. The limit does not exist. Watch that this weekend. Um, you, you watch Mean Girls? I did. I did. It ages well. A uh, couple borderline racist, sexist lines, but otherwise it ages pretty well. Um, Tom Brenneman. Um, I, I don't know, guys. I, I kind of got a roll. That's tough. Um, can I? Can we all just make our pick right now for the eight pick? Yes, I love that. I'm Tom, not going go first. first so, yeah. Wait, wait does, does it have to be like this? Realistic? Is who you think is getting picked number eight? By okay, the this is not Knicks. who we. This is not who they should pick. This is who we think they're going to pick. Yep, mm-hmm. and we'll come back to this, and whoever gets it right wins. We can't pick the same person. That's who they're gonna pick. Okay, I think they're going to pick Devin Vassell out of Florida State. That's All right, good pick. good pick. Jeez. Um, Who's I'll next? take 
Devin Vassell's off the board. I have mine if you want me to go. Yeah, you go ahead. I'll take Aaron Nesmith, the guy I was saying before, is the best shooter in the draft. Okay. BBD, you want Isaac Okoro? I do want Isaac Okoro. All right, so I'll go before you, and I'll pick Isaac Okoro. Sounds good. No, no, no you can have him. I'll take I don't Isaac Okoro. Give me the D. I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do a flashback to – Kevin McGovern, but I, I think a guy who was formerly viewed as a top pick who fell off because his team sucked and he got hurt. How about Cole Anthony? Cole Anthony right now is projected in the teens. That was a guy who coming into the year was projected high. He's a guard. Um, I, I could talk myself into that one pretty easily. That's a good pick. I think I'll pick uh, Danny of Deha. I think he'll fall to us. You All of you guys picked someone. I have below um, where they are, and I'll just assume someone will drop. Someone will. I uh, I do have one more thing for us before we get out of here. Sure. So talking Nick's account, putting this out. So would you guys like to run through the last eleven number eight picks? Ooh, yeah, I would. So this is beginning in two thousand nine when uh, when we took Jordan Hill. That was a yes. good pick. The next he won year, a championship, I think, with the Lakers, didn't he? Suck around a little bit. Uh, Al Farouk Aminu. Yep. Brandon Knight. Nope. Terrence Ross. Yep. Jake's guy, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nick Stauskas. Stanley Johnson. Marquise Chris. Frank Nilakina, Colin Sexton and Jackson Hayes. Those are the last 11 number eight picks. I like Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross. Colin Sexton's been putting up numbers, man. That is bleak. Trade it. <laughs> yeah. Trade it down for the nine pick straight up. <laughs> yeah, let me get the list for Unlucky. nine. Um, no, nah, I, I wasn't kidding before. Sadiq Bey could be that guy, too. So I have I have two guys there, but it could just, just keep those names in mind. When you guys look at mock drafts, like – other than obviously NBA Draft.net, where, where do you, else do you guys look? That's look it. at uh, NBA Draft.net. <laughs> so it's the number one website on the internet. Yeah, Tom, oh. come on. Why would ESPN. you go anywhere else? Uh, get whoever, draft someone, whoever pairs up best with Dragic and Melo, right? Yeah, I'm into it. Like almost so. not joking, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, NBA Draft.net has Devin Vassell going ninth, by the way. Available. Player Ooh, comparison, Kelly Oubre. <laughs> Kelly Oubre and Kent Bazemore. Ooh, two of my faves. I, I think we got to look at the player comparisons for all these picks, by the way. What was um, what was the one that they got burnt for, like, way, way long ago? They put a, a comparison for, for someone to Jordan. That was like ridiculous. It's the best website up. in the world. I my new life goal is to meet whoever runs that website. I'm the, Isaac Okoro is Karan Butler. There. Karan Butler and Justin Anderson. That is that is the different. Those are two. <laughs> Justin Anderson's almost out of the league. Karan was a like really good for over a decade. Yeah, that's why they're great. That's why they're the best. That's why it was Deshaun the Stevenson, guys. Deshaun Stevenson was the. Bases. The the NBA comparison they gave to Deshaun Stevenson was Michael Jordan, and they even have a they even have a note in his because they still it's still there, so you can look this up. But they have a note there that said, "We get it, we messed up. Don't ever compare anyone to Michael Jordan." This was in two thousand. The site was just getting started. Go watch a, ta- a tape of Stevenson in high school. He was incredible. That's what this, that's what this says. So Denny Evdiha is compared to Hito Turkoglu. I mean, that's, that's just. That's, That's lazy. No, no research done. Yeah. We're lazy. putting this comp up based on a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Aaron Nesmith's here. It's Cameron Johnson. Does that get you excited at all, Kenny? <laughs> I mean, oh. he, he helped lead the team to uh, a 8-0 in the bubble. That's love, yeah. bro. So love. That's love. Wow. Wow. And so let me – Aaron Nesmith this past season. KCP just hit a three. 
shots. K3P. Number eight pick. Aaron Nesmith this season <laughs> shot 52.2% from three on eight attempts a game. Only 14 games, but that's that's still really good. I mean, 14 games isn't very many, but... Eight 52.2 on eight attempts. What? What's... Let me look up Sadiq Bayes because he also shot a ridiculous. I well. just think you're missing out on Cole Anthony with Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> like that's what we should be talking about. That is exciting. Sadiq reports mock draft has the Knicks taking Cole Anthony at eight. Really? Yeah. Do they already do a mock draft already? I don't know why they just assumed the Knicks were going to drop to eight, but they. T- <laughs> <laughs> it's from a month ago. Sadiq Bay, Sadiq Bay shot 45% on 5.63s per game for 31 games. It'd be funny if in that draft that had the Bulls and Hornets at 3 and 4. <laughs> I mean, did they just did update they? it? I mean, it feels like it should be somebody's job <laughs> at Bleacher Report to update their mock draft right after the draft, right? No, I mean, the description here says, if the Knicks fall in the lottery and miss out on Ball and Halliburton, the front office will spend the next two months debating Cole Anthony versus Killian Hayes. Devin Vassell deserves a serious look as well. I'm not making this up. This is what it says. Um, I'm but... actually looking at that same article, and it doesn't say that thing about Devin Vassell. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. I'm going to screenshot this. Posted to the talking Knicks. Um, first of all, if Killian Hayes actually does somehow fall to eight, I'm all in on taking him there yeah, for sure. I'll take that. Question. I'll take Sounds that. Sounds like the chances of that happening are slim, but we've also said that about a lot of guys so far. So <laughs> I guess sure, if it, uh, it's on the table. If he's if he falls to eight, I want him. But I don't, well, I, think I, I don't think it's actually possible. Actually not possible. Yeah, I don't think it's possible because NBA Draft.net has him going fourth, so it's probably like yeah. a pipe dream. Tankathon has him fourth to the Bulls for what that's worth to you. God. Mock draft season. Right. This was a little bit of a bummer, guys. I don't care, guys. I, I, I they say, I'm thankful they ripped the Band-Aid off just really yeah. quick. That was pretty nice. Yeah, there was a lot of lead-up to this for because like this was supposed to happen months ago. And they had all this buildup, and then, oh, yeah, this is what I would expect. Knicks are drafting eight. So two teams behind the Knicks jumped them in the lottery. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Granted, in a lottery where we don't think it really matters as much, so that's some silver lining. Like, we were all saying, oh, classic Knicks, they'll probably get a, they'll probably like jump up a bunch this year when it doesn't matter. So, you know, we don't need to be too hard on them. Like, falling from six to eight doesn't really matter in this draft. I, probably not. I will say that I was. Because, like I like I said at the top of the show, I think someone in this draft could be an all-star, could be really good, but there's I have no confidence in picking one of those people. I take the field, I'm not going to pick one person, and I'm pretty confident if the Knicks jumped, the person drafted right after they pick will be an all-star. If the Knicks could draft 30, if they could draft the field, then I would like their chances yeah. too. Let's do that. And don't forget, we also have the 27th pick. Don't forget the end of the draft, but I'm sure we'll do a, a separate oh. pre-draft pod. Well, should we all guess, like, all predict who that 27th pick will be right now? <laughs> Devin Vassell. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a layup. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's good. You deserved it. I'd take Tom versus Devin Vassell one-on-one. Um, <laughs> I, I have to run, boys. If, if you want to chat some more, go Knicks, but... It's the witching hour over here, so. All right, we finally got rid of him, guys. You guys want to, right. do, you want to get, do our real stuff now? Be beautiful. Th- now that he's gone, okay. I, I think we should actually okay. do what Tom just suggested <laughs> and pick the 27 pick. Again, none of us are going to know who any of these people are. Tyler Bay, according to NBADraft.net, and I'll, I'll accept that as canon. Well, I, I am looking at... Um, at Tankathon's mock draft. No, I don't think they're known for the player evaluation stuff as much as they just have the good lottery simulator and they update stuff quick. But they're like 23 through 30 run. Is guys that, like I've heard of, because I think they were supposed to be good at one point. Um, okay. But Theo Maladin, 23. Nico Mannion, 
Leandro Bomaro, haven't heard of him. Tyler Bay, who you just mentioned. Jaden McDaniels, Trey Jones, Isaiah Stewart, Vernon Carey. That that's their twenty-three to thirty run. So I don't know. I've heard of a couple of them. So that's nice. Yeah, I mean, after you get like past twenty in in mock drafts, it's really just a, a crapshoot, especially in the the NBA. Like you just said, Trey Jones was in that. Run NBA Draft.net has Trey Jones at forty-two. It's pretty good. What do they? Yeah, have? I mean, if you um, just get someone useful, you're pretty happy yeah. there. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to throw out Cassius Winston as my pick, point guard from uh, Michigan State. I think he's just a steady point guard that you know will play. He could be a backup point guard in the future. He can. Shoot the three a little bit. That's my that's my throw out. What does uh, what does NBA Draft.net have to say about him? They, he, is he even listed there? He's drafted 49th. Huh. <laughs> he's he's a senior. That's a reach. Yeah. That's, you that's you don't reach. see a lot of seniors going going in the first round, but I mean it happens. Jimmy Butler was a senior. Yeah, and I think that one worked. Like, like I've said before, I think the Knicks need to draft. A Jimmy Butler type. A good, <laughs> a good, a player who can who can play basketball currently, um, and I know we've talked about it in previous years, but they have not had a first round pick that they signed to a second contract in a long time. Although I think Greg caveats that with David Lee signed an extension during his initial contract, but still, like I don't I don't think that I'm worried about him being him being a senior right now because what are we worried he's going to be old when he plays for another team? I don't think I caveat that. I think I just tell people that it's wrong. Oh, okay. Because it's because it's wrong. Hey, if they go the wing route at eight, get me Trey Jones at twenty-eight. Yeah, I like Trey Jones a lot. He's like especially really at good. that spot. Yeah, and honestly, give me Trey Jones at thirty-eight, according to the NBA Draft.net. Really? Well, you could pick someone else at well, 28 and then hope he's still there for 38. where the Knicks have a pick. Yeah. So. The Knicks have the Hornets pick from trading Willie Hernan Gomez. And the Hornets were surprisingly good when we thought that was going to actually be like the first pick of the second round and be. All right, so we'll, we'll all predict 38 in a second, but let's finish predicting 27. <laughs> I, gave you, I gave you mine, Trey Jones. I, I had uh, Tyler Bay. Are we writing these down? I want to hold people accountable for this. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're recording it. We're doing all right. We're doing thirty-eight yet. I have I have one. No, all right. So so for for twenty-seven, give me. Is there any chance that Kira Lewis Jr. will still be there? <laughs> is that a question or is that like, I've never heard of that person before in my life. <laughs> No, first of all, I, I have seen I have seen him, I've seen him in to, in lottery picks. But then I'm looking at NBA Draft.net, and they've got him at 25. Tankathon I'm seeing him has him at, him at 20. 20. At Tankathon has him at 20. Uh, I'm gonna look up ESPN currently. I'm guessing he's not an option at, at 38. But no, I'm talking uh, 27 never, still. Oh, never oh. Know. I mean, I mean. And, Hey, if you want to, I'll, I'll I'll let you throw him out there for twenty seven. Yeah, it's and honestly, exclusively, we, we're not allowed. To, we're, we can't do it now, but we could trade twenty seven and thirty eight for Kira Lewis, wherever he may be. That's true. It's kind of a decent. They have a decent amount of of stuff to do a small trade up like that. ESPN also has met twenty, so ESPN and Tankathon have met twenty. Did you watch any? Does anyone have any information on Kira Lewis for me? Played for Alabama. He's nineteen point nineteen point three years old. <laughs> uh, you got you a lot know, of you information. You know, you talk about, you know you talk about I add that he's nineteen point four years old. <laughs> One of the fastest players end to end in the class, and made major strides as a perimeter shooter this past season. All right. Do you have like? Sounds uh, too good to be a Nick. Points uh, per game. I, I do. Look. He has uh, eighteen and a half points per game. 5.2 assists, 1.8 steals. His comparisons on the ringer are Lou Williams, Ish Smith, and Darius Garland. So, 
I mean, those numbers are really good. Yeah, at Alabama, I mean, that's those are solid numbers. Like, I'm down. He's six three, six six wingspan, very slight of frame, but uh, sounds good. To good me. free throw percentage. I, I gotta, if he drops down to twenty, I doubt. I mean, I can't imagine he'll drop down to twenty seven. So, but I have if a, he's there, have, let's take him. I have a pick at thirty eight. Are you guys ready? And I think it's someone that at least Greg knows of. Tom doesn't watch much college basketball. I don't know about BBD. It sounds go like ahead. you guys. Yeah, right. go ahead. Yeah, say it. Uh, Mar- Marcus Howard. Marcus Howard at- scores a lot of puntos. Yeah, he's a bucket getter. Is he a UConn guy? What's his deal? No, nah, he's a Marquette guy, but uh, I think Greg saw him at the NCAA tournament last year when they had one. Uh, but I think he uh, – I don't know if it was this last season or two years ago. He's one of the top scorers in the, the NCAA. Yeah, he's like – he's willing to shoot from very far away, like Lillard. Yeah. Which, a, which gets, Trey, Jones all, Trey Young also does these days. He gets buckets, but he's 5'11", and he's a senior, so that's part of the reason that he's – I'm looking at some of the draft boards, and he's, he's very low. Uh, but this past season, he averaged 27.8 points per game. And shot 41% on 10 threes a game. And they're not easy threes, like Greg said. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a 38 pick yet. <laughs> I'll need to do some scouting. But I just wanted to say something funny about the 38 pick. So I mentioned that the Knicks have the Hornets pick in the second round for from the Willie Hernan Gomez trade. And the 76ers have the Knicks pick in the second round from a prior Willie Hernan Gomez trade. So it was basically a three-team deal where the Knicks traded to get a worse second-round pick. Pretty hmm. good. It's big brain stuff. <laughs> that, is, that is funny. <laughs> well, Patrick McCaw was the 38th overall pick uh, in 2016, and Jordan Bell was the 38th overall pick in two th- 2017. So, so those are both... Two-time champions. I say, hasn't Patrick McCall won a bunch of championships Patrick, by now? Three for Patrick. Dinwiddie did Jordan was Bell win? So right. get somebody good at thirty-eight. Actually, is what I would like. Baby dude, do you know? Do you know about Marcus Howard? No, but the name sounds like one I I heard on Sports Center in passing one day. So yeah, I'm down. I think at thirty-eight, Knicks- that sounds good. <laughs> I think the Knicks will pick a European person and stash them. Marcus Marcus Howard had a 51-point game this season against USC. Get that guy. I'm saying. Can I predict a European person? Yeah. Do yeah. That's what we're give here me, for. Give me Le- – I mean, actually, so he played in Barcelona. I believe he's from Argentina originally, but his name is Leandro, Leandro Bolmero. I, I like that. Yeah. He says, so again, this is from the ringer, impeccable playmaking skills and instincts give him a foundation for success. Shades of Joe Ingles and Evan Turner. I loved Evan Turner. I was a big fan of him. He was a weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) He's a good player. He was a funky player. I liked him. Sign Um, me up. Yeah, at at 38, give me Leandro Balmero. Yeah. Uh, should we, I be writing these? Down? I'm gonna write these down. Okay. No, you don't have to write yeah. anything. It's all, it's yeah, all on right. record. Yeah. Just this listen to record- it again, and then when you're listening again, you can write them down and let let us know how we did. This is being recorded because I'm pretty sure, back in the day, Chad Ford used to do the the ESPN mock drafts, and then he went back and yeah, in the future he just went back and changed them to make it look like he did a better job. So, so you that's writing, what we should be doing. You, you writing stuff <laughs> down right now, you're just going to erase it and say you said something else. You're going to need to learn how to edit that's podcasts. Why, that's why Chad Ford's a pro. Like He knows what he's <laughs> doing. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember my picks. That's why I picked Denny of, of Deha. Aaron, Aaron Nesmith, uh, Marcus Howard, and... Forgot what, who my twenty seventh pick was. It was someone who you guys said wasn't wasn't anywhere close to that. Cassius Winston. Cassius Winston. I picked oh, cool. 
I picked Tyler Bay because that's what it says on NBA Draft, and I'm sure they won't update this. <laughs> and it hasn't by, been updated by the, by the draft, so that's how I'll remember it. <laughs> I know I'm I took it. Isaac Okoro, Trey Jones, and at 38th, I don't think I said, but uh, give me Emmanuel Quickly. Because I don't know. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not I, actually writing these down. I, I like that pick. Quickly's good. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm just summarizing for myself. Yeah. I had heard of him, so. So I'm looking at a guy in the 30s right now by the name of Devin Dotson. Is this Damian's little brother? I, I think, think so, so, from actually. Kansas. From Kansas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get him. <laughs> get a J.R. Yeah. Smith, Chris get, Smith thing going. Get the whole team on board. Uh, I don't know how to break this to you, but the Knicks hate Damian Dotson. <laughs> Damien, I don't know if the Knicks hate Damian Dotson, but I bet Damian Dotson hates the Knicks. Yeah. Me too. Can't blame you. You guys know I, I've always been the biggest Dame Dot fan, and like I just don't get what they've been doing for the last. Yeah, we. Well, I, I, I do get what they were. Do- I know what they were doing. They were trying to have a guy who doesn't know anything about basketball coach the team, which was the problem. Yeah. It didn't exactly get better after that. He was a relationship guy that ruined the one relationship that mattered. <laughs> Damian Dawson was the one relationship that mattered. Man, the Knicks are in trouble. Guys. That's not that's not what I was talking about. That's not the relationship I was talking about. Oh, uh, which Fiz- which one? Fizdale and he who shall not be named. Oh, um, yeah, he did. Oh. Dotson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so didn't Dotson like start for like a few games and he was good and then he never played again? Yeah, yeah, no, like I feel like every time Dotson, (laughs) every time Dotson played, he played well, and then sometimes they just they just stop playing him. Well, the thing is, they were probably like, I mean, what are the odds he'll keep playing well? (laughs) They're like, didn't we? They're like, didn't we pick him in the second round? He can't be that good. (laughs) (laughs) If we picked him. We got what we needed. Five good games out of a second round pick. We got that value. <laughs> That's a win. Uh, good stuff. Well. Good stuff. All right. I mean, does anyone have anything else to add? I think Jake's not here to tell us to, to call it quits. So yeah. I guess I'll well, take I guess over. It, but moving forward, we'll probably actually research people as the draft approaches. <laughs> I don't know what day draft day is, but. By then we'll like October sixteenth or something like okay. that. It's By like then we'll, have, we'll actually have opinions. We can back up with things. Maybe seems we'll like probably good. we'll do a pre we'll re- do a pre draft pod. We'll probably do we're gonna do a live probably pod gonna be a lot of those during a live yeah. pod during the draft. But our picks for the number eight pick are binding, and the number twenty seven and the number thirty eight. <laughs> Unless your guy gets injured, in which case. You get whoever's thirtieth on the NBA draft mock net as your default. <laughs> then we could all get the same person. <laughs> hey, we'll see what happens. It might change it. Uh, well, make sure you follow us at Talking Knicks on Twitter and Instagram. Those are the places. <laughs> um, yeah, I never, I never do the outro, so I was just kind of getting it kicked off. Follow on those places that Tom just said at Talking Knicks, just like it sounds. Uh, Five star review if you think it's deserving, uh, or if you don't, it just helps if you leave that. Yeah, maybe leave a review. Tell us who you think we're gonna pick with. Uh, with the yeah, eight, but pick, just the remember that pick and the thirtieth pick. But it's gotta, binding as soon as you press enter. Yes, as <laughs> soon as you send that in, you're not allowed to deviate. No, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna tweet that and ask the people who they think and tell them it's binding. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thanks everyone. Goodbye. Next day. Let's go, Knicks.